With so much drama in the SBC, it's kind of hard being, I, I, I don't have a second line, but the SBC just voted to ban women pastors after Rick Warren had a speech to give right in the middle of the convention. SBC messengers, who are these messengers, by the way, approved proposed amendment banning women pastors and denomination. Now, if you guys don't know what the SBC is, SBC is the Southern Baptist Convention. It's the biggest evangelical denomination out there. And it used to encompass churches like Saddleback Church and even Elevation Church was a part of the really? Southern Baptist Convention. Oh, yeah. And so it's the biggest den uh, denomination. It's a mainline denomination, but unfortunately, it has sh been shrinking. It's actually one of the only evangelical Protestant denominations that's shrinking that isn't a part of like the the main main line. But they're they're kind of so sloppy with some of the scandals around um, SA and keeping a database of. 700 pastors that they shoved around and moved around on some Catholic vibes that it's, it's a, it's a real mess. And so messengers in the Southern Baptist convention voted overwhelmingly to advance a measure to prevent women from serving as pastor of any kind, bringing up, bringing the denomination one step closer to solidifying the rules of constitu constitutional amendment. So right now what's happening is they have their annual convention. The annual convention is a huge, uh, it's a huge thing. They all get together. There's thousands of people there, and they they vote and discuss these different things. So let's 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 listen to Rick Warren. This is, I believe, from this year. He he comes every year, but this year he puts up the speech this the speech, and I think I think it gets pretty testy. The chair recognizes Rick Warren for three minutes, and following his conclusion, the chair will recognize the executive committee and credentials committee for three minutes to respond. For 178 years, the SBC has been a blend of at least a dozen different tribes of Baptists. If you think every Baptist thinks like you, you're mistaken. What we share in common is a mutual commitment to the inerrancy and the infallibility of God's Word and to the Great Commission of Jesus Christ. Pause it. No. So well, he is appealing the fact that his church got this fellowship from the SBC because they ordained women pastors. Mm. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about this, and I did a whole video about this and I can't go into it, but the the fascinating thing about this, and by the way, I've met Rick Warren before. Um, I I think Rick Warren has done some amazing work. I also think he's kind of ushered in a seeker-friendly movement that's sometimes been counterintuitive to discipleship. Um, and so I I don't want to say I have a neutral view of him, but I don't I'm not as a I don't have as combative of a view of of him as some people may. So long story short, I think they did a measure where they kicked out his church, Saddleback Church, the church he founded, one of the biggest churches in the country, uh, because they ordained women pastors. Now the ironic thing about this, if you go back and watch my video, he said that in his view, he has no problem, not with just women pastors, as in women shepherds, teaching pastors, worship pastors, so on and so forth. He doesn't have an issue with women elders, women church planters. The ironic part about this is he actually disagrees with his successor. And I and I literally juxtaposed two clips where a successor goes, hey, we view the, the usurp authority and teach as one thing, but we do not think that, that women should be elders and church planters. Rick disagrees with that. He thinks women can do anything, including be elders and be church planters. So even within his successor and the, the, the dude that he, I, I always forget his name, I feel terrible, but the guy that succeeded him in taking over Saddleback, does it, they don't actually agree on this. So that's fascinating. Okay, now go ahead and play this. 
No one is asking any Southern Baptist to change their theology. I'm not asking you to agree with my church. I am asking you to act like a Southern Baptist who have historically agreed to disagree on dozens of doctrines in order to share a common mission. Since Southern Baptists have always allowed disagreement on doctrines, of, including the essential doctrines of salvation. Which, by the way, that's true. One issue. The, 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 there are Calvinist Southern Baptists and there are non-Calvinist Southern Baptists. Really? Which, if you're talking about soteriology and who does the saving, is it, is it us responding to God or is it God doing 100% of the saving? That's a big disagreement that, they, <laughs> that they're allowed to have. And he, he's pushing back and saying, well, we, we could disagree on, on, on some pretty big things, but we, we can't disagree on this and still be considered Southern Baptist. You cancel our fellowship. In 2013, when the Calvinists were under fire, I, I Baptists called it. agreed to disagree and the split was averted. Now, 10 years later, will we treat egalitarian Baptists with the same grace we showed the Calvinist? I'm, I am mind blown that he is now identifying as an egalitarian Baptist. I don't think I've ever heard that phrasing. Hmm. So for those of you guys that don't know, most people who are, I, I would say, evangelical uh, I don't want to say most Protestants, but would say that they are complementarian. We view yep. uh, men and women as equal, but having complementary roles. And some of us would be soft complementarians, such as myself, Mike Winger, Alan Parr. We would be soft complementarians, but we believe that women can do anything in ministry except lead a church, church plant, and be an elder at a church, right? Uh, others would be hardline complementarians, but they don't believe women can teach over men in any capacity in a church. Okay, that would be a hard complementarian. Egalitarians basically believe men and women are equal and, and women could do anything in the church, including plant, lead a church, pastor a church, be an elder of a church. We should remove churches for all kinds of sexual sin, racial sin, financial sin, leadership sin, sins that harm the testimony of our convention. But the 1,928 churches with women on pastoral staff have not sinned. If doctrinal disagreements between Baptists are considered sin, we all get kicked out. You'll never get 100% of Baptists to agree 100% on 100% of doctrine. That's why our Constitution says that churches must closely identify, not completely identify, hmm. with our confession. Interesting. Now, the Baptist faith and message is 4,032 words. Saddleback disagrees with one word. That's 99.9999999999 in agreement. Isn't that close enough? <laughs> That's petty. Rick has the ability to be petty, to be humorous, and to poke all at the same time. Al Mohler, who for some reason gets to speak twice and do the rebuttals, claims the phrase, the office of the pastor is limited to men, that that also includes every staff position too, and somehow it also prevents any woman from teaching. But I was able to contact about half, over half, of the original drafting committee of the Baptist Based Message 2000, and seven of them told me Al was wrong. Ooh, oh, he gets spicy. Al Mohler is the president of the Southern Baptist Commission. Go ahead. In fact... Before the vote on the 2000 Baptist Faith and Message, even Al in his hometown newspaper said it didn't limit women from being assistant pastors. Go read it in the Courier-Journal. 
If this precedent is set, Southern Seminary will have to change the name of the Billy Graham School since Billy Graham trained women pastors at our global training events and he endorsed the preaching ministry of his daughter saying Anne is the best preacher in, in the Graham family. Vote no. If this precedent is set, we'll have to rename our two. They cut his oh, mic. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Wow. They cut the mic. They cut the mic on Rick Warren. Whoa. <laughs> they're serious. They're like, yo, we have no, we are no respecter of persons here. Uh oh. I know you wrote mm. the most influential and best selling book the last 50 years next to the Bible. We don't care. Play, play what his response is. I heard, so I heard this part, spicy. I'm very sorry, but the time has expired. <laughs> Chair now. <laughs> he had a little hand. He, he gave the little hand like, he's like, I'm very sorry, but your time has expired. He gave the little. Sorry, guys. Wow. Now recognizes the executive committee, credentials committee for a response. What is the response going to be? Thank you, Mr. President. As the chairman of the executive committee, I would like to again recognize Dr. Albert Moeller as the representative of the executive committee to respond to the appeal. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I just want to say... Turn him up. My so this is the president? Yeah, so this is, a, yeah, this is the president. Well, this is spicy. It's like a UFC event. We need a pay-per-view, This dog. is This is good. The position was there misrepresented, but nonetheless, it is important to state for the record that Albert Moeller does not say what the Baptist faith and message means. The Southern Baptist Convention says what the Baptist faith and message means and is quite competent to accomplish that task. In the year 2000, the words, the office of pastor is limited to men as qualified by scripture was inserted because 30 years ago, this issue threatened to tear this denomination apart. The definition of friendly cooperation came down to the fact that that was an issue that would endanger the cooperative cohesion and faithfulness of the church of the Southern Baptist Convention. And in particular, we look to this issue because Southern Baptists decided this is not just a matter of church polity. It is not just a matter of hermeneutics. It's a matter of biblical commitment, a commitment to the Scripture that unequivocally, we believe, limits the office of pastor to men. It is an issue of biblical authority. It is one that has actually led to the unity of the Southern Baptist Convention as Southern Baptists have gone forward with an issue of clarity here, which has greatly made cut. our doctrine let him and cook. order a matter of unity and harmony. It is the unity and harmony of the Southern Baptist Convention that is now at stake. And we're in an unusual situation. Once again, this is not a convention responsibility to offer a comprehensive verdict on the ministry of Rick Warren or Saddleback Community Church. We can thank God for every good gospel thing that is represented by that church and its ministry. It is a question about the Southern Baptist Convention and what it means for a church to be in friendly cooperation in doctrine and in order with this convention. And here we face the unusual <laughs> situation in which Dr. Warren himself has made repeated statements and the church has taken repeated <laughs> actions that make very clear that it rejects the confessional understanding of the Southern Baptist Convention on this issue. Wow. This isn't a question of misunderstanding. The 
Credentials Committee and the Executive Committee took action based upon the actions of Saddleback Community Church in establishing a woman as a campus pastor and having women with the title of pastor to teach in the teaching role on Sunday morning, and then Pastor Warren going on to say more expansively that the church basically, and he endorses and calls for a more comprehensive egalitarianism. I'm confident that's not where the Southern Baptist Convention is going to go. Sheesh. I believe that it is a statement without rancor and without personal attack, without making a comprehensive verdict on a congregation that is no longer among us. We simply say that our credentials committee and executive committee have done the right thing. They don't want to cut off the president. Yeah, they (laughs) cut off Rick, but they let this man cook. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right, so, uh, (laughs) wow, that was amazing. I think Rick Warren, had he avoided the egalitarian Baptist label he just threw on himself, he would have had an argument. Mm. If he came in there with a, with a, I'm a soft complementarian, and I think women should have the, the title pastor, meaning shepherd, meaning what we see the two or three times that it's mentioned in the New Testament, shepherd women can shepherd. Had he done that, I think he, I think, I think he would have got away. Which is actually the position of his successor, ironically enough. I think Rick Warren upped the theatrics, and I think Rick Warren went to full-on egalitarian mode, and I think that is why he played himself and got them taken out. Now the question goes: What is the need to even want to be a part of the Southern Baptist Convention outside of just tradition? And two, is are we splitting hairs when? There's actual scandals and actual things that have been covering up. You and know they, what I mean? did, they did end up voting Saddleback Church out 88% to 11%. Yeah. Yeah. And so b- him being egalitarian to me does not align with scripture. That's not, I'm not saying he's not saved. I'm just saying that because there are hypothetically women that went to plant churches in Colombia, in China, in parts of the world where, where, where there is no other... San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. In parts of the world where there, where there was no church planting team, where there was no someone being sent out. And that women... Okay, fine. That doesn't mean the exception becomes the rule. Mm. Right? And so with something like this, we are looking at chapters like Titus 2 and 1 Timothy 3 and all these different things. And then we're saying, yeah, no, no, but a woman can be an overseer. A woman could be elder. Now, the flip side to this entire argument is that when you look at that word pastor, it does not mean what we see in Titus and in, in, and in Timothy with it being an overseer. And that's where I don't even understand, like, I feel like the complementarians kind of took the word pastor and just started using it interchangeably with elder. And they can't justify that through scripture. They could they could justify that through their convention or through their you know church history. And so, yeah, so 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 to your point, ATL Flippers, so women can't be youth pastors, right? That would be the that would be the the the, the conclusion to this. I think so. Women can't be youth pastors. Yeah. So so from your viewpoint, women can't be, hold any title of any pastor at all. No, but my youth pastor, the youth pastor ones I've always thought of was funky. What about worship worship pastor? Can one be a worship pastor? Sure, for okay. sure. The, but that's the youth, still using the title the, pastor. My my problem with the youth pastor one uh-huh. is this: is that if we're taking a complementarian role or position, right? 
Then, uh, and we also want to push back on the idea that adolescence has been pushed out to super late years, right? So, uh, what used to be a grown adult at 15, 16 years old yep. is now a child. Yep. And it's pretty much just children's ministry at this point. The kids can do whatever we want. But if we're going to say that uh, adolescence shouldn't be pushed out, that mm -hmm. you should be getting your stuff together in your uh, early to mid-teens, especially as uh, young men, mm -hmm. and that young men need to be raised up and uh, discipled and Absolutely. pastored Absolutely. by by pastors yes like that, those should be men then, Agreed. then it should then the, the youth Agreed. pastor should Agreed. be a man not Agreed. a children's ministry leader Agreed. is that grounds for breaking fellowship with someone and saying they're not in that, that's a little extreme that's a bit extreme <laughs> that's definitely to extreme, be fair yeah. to be fair oh 100%. so i would hope chat i want to hear from you guys i would hope we'd all say eh, i think women can be worship pastors i think mm -hmm. women could be children's pastors i think women can be women's pastors it's like even if you're a complementarian title. right Youth pastors, I hear you. I think that's a that's a fair argument. Yeah. Senior teaching pastor. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one, right? Um, and so I think I think therein lies the tension. Yes, you could argue some of it is semantics. That's a fair argument. Um, definitely. Yeah. Some of it, it is like like it's literally the definition of semantics. Mm -hmm. It's literally the definition not of what is the scripture using the word pastor for, but how have we taken the word pastor and and conflated it with uh, uh, um, elder overseer. That is semantics. But to Zach's point, I think you make a very good argument. Uh, and, and in a perfect world, I would agree with you. I think mm -hmm. the person that is pastoring a young boy who is 16, 17, 18 should be a man. Yeah. It's, it's, someone said, I'm for married a married couple pastoring youth or kids. Like if there's like a... Like a a couple, a couple. That's fine. That that's a, I think the that youth pastors. The tricky part with couples is that not every pastor has a wife that's feeling like she's called in a ministry. Oh, 100%. So then you're kind of backdooring free labor, which is not fair to women. Yeah, that's you best. know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Um, what about a junior high pastor being a woman? What, what would you say, junior high pastor? Junior high being, pastor? Yeah. I think ideally <sighs> men would would shepherd boys post puberty. I think ideally I, that would I, I that think, would be. I think that's what that it is, be. and I think people kids are post-puberty or at least in the middle of puberty in middle school it's just when it's when it's separated from children's ministry when when they stop coloring and playing with play-doh yep. there needs to be a man teaching and leading okay that that then brings the whole issue of uh how do we compensate pastors how do we take care of pastors you're not gonna get the cream of the crop of men if yes. you're paying them thirty four thousand thousand dollars a year yeah and, to and, do and like junior high ministry yeah you can you can teach a 12 11, 12, 13 year olds mm -hmm. is not like the spiciest job mm -hmm. uh, offer. Yeah. yeah, and I would agree with you. I would say if you got a woman who is pastoring boys post puberty, I don't think that's optimal. I'm not saying God can't use it. Remember, on all this, I'm not saying God can't use it. I'm not saying God, there's not grace. I'm not saying there's not mercy. For sure. I, I, I'm just saying I don't think it's optimal. If we're going after what's optimal and what is historical, I, I, I just don't see that. I don't see that in Scripture. Now, you extend that, passed out to other things, leading worship, doing announcements, teaching other women, yeah. conference speaking, right? I think I think it's perfect for teaching other women. Yeah. like uh, Men lead young men. There you go. Yeah. How many women are actually trying to be pastors? Seems like a more male-dominated form. It is. It's totally male-dominated. But the, 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 you guys understand the issue isn't how many women are trying to be pastors. The issue is... How 
much are we twisting what seems to be uh, clear from Scripture? You know what I mean? How much of this are we trying to twist what seems to be fairly clear about men should lead other men, women should lead other women? Um, like, this stuff is pretty, pretty straightforward, you know? Yeah. Um, if you enjoy what we do here and want to come on board, become a premium partner, keep us independent, just need 1%, the 1% to become premium partners so we can take things to the next level. If you would be so kind to do that, that will keep us independent for as little as $5 a month. That'll keep us answering to you for as little as $5 a month. And that'll keep us from avoiding goofy brand deals and never, ever having to make goofy commercials like these. Our friends at GenuCell Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in 2023. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where Mudwater comes in. True Classic has got your pack. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird or Lady. Objective credit approval rates range from 7.99% APR to 19.99% APR, included 0.50% auto pay discount. If you don't want us to make ads with brands you don't care about, Sign up for our online community for as little as $5 a month to keep us independent and ultimately answering to you as our boss. You get all sorts of benefits like daily replays of our after party streams, exclusive access to our Discord community, and early access to our podcast interviews, all starting for only $5 a month.